I help and empower women like you to become strong, confident and the very best version of themselves. So if you're ready for a fun, some laughs and to learn about all things training, nutrition, mindset and everything in between, then you've come to the right place. Get ready to become your best self. Hello and welcome to the Become Your Best Self podcast with me, Becky. It's been a minute, Hans. It's been four weeks. Um, I have no excuse. I can only apologise. Um, it has been mad. I think that juggling my full-time job, as most of you know, I am still full-time as an operating department practitioner working in theatres for the NHS, um, navigating my brand new group coaching programme and then still being there 24-7 for my one-to-one clients, well all my clients really. Um, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a shock to the old system I think. So the podcast did just get put on the back burner, I cannot lie. Um, and But it's great because it's made me realise how best the group coaching questions are answered and that is directly in the check-ins. But what I am going to do is that the hype was posted for the halfway point. It's not the halfway point, it's week six, Hans, but it's fine. Um, at this time, I'm going to be popping on some of the questions that have been asked so that one my clients can listen back to it and anyone new or kind of like seeing what all of what coaching is all about that maybe listening to the podcast will also benefit from it as well um so yeah so I am very sorry um but the group coaching is going so fucking well I'm so happy we're on week six and the results are just phenomenal like not only physically the physical results are fucking insane I can't lie but mentally these girls have just completely reframed their minds since coming and you can just really see it like they're they're eating all the foods that they love they're they're allowing themselves some alcohol they are just prioritizing their own health and fitness they're not looking for perfection they're looking for consistency and that is literally all I could ask for and they are literally reaping the rewards and 90% of them are staying on with me for the next round which is so exciting and I'm so thankful for it and I just cannot wait to get even bigger and better results over the next eight weeks because it is going to be over Christmas. Um, I am going to do a separate podcast on this um, to go in a little bit more detail about what the next intake of group coaching is going to look like, what you can expect um, but we start on the 4th of December, it's going to be eight weeks so it's going to take us through the Christmas season, so all your work parties, all the festive social occasions. We're going to have Christmas, New Year, and then we're straight into January. And it's actually the only group coaching programme, you don't quote me on that, like, don't sue me, but it's the only group coaching programme that I've seen and I'm part of mentorship with many other coaches and none of them are doing this, um, that will support you right through till Christmas not till Christmas, the through Christmas. So you're going to get that coaching support at the, literally the trickiest time of year. I mean, that week is a fucking clusterfuck of stuff. Um, and all my clients, my one-to-one clients as well, and the group coaching clients are all going to go into the, this festive season and Christmas and exactly how they're going to approach it in relation to them and their goals and what they want to achieve. And then we've got another four weeks in January. We've, we're going to have got ahead from everyone else in the fucking world. So we've got that head start. And then we're going to knuckle down, head down in January and just really focus on ourselves, prioritise ourselves, lose fat, 
gain more confidence, get stronger and feel our very best selves. So I'm waffling. This isn't supposed to be about that, but I've just started waffling. I really miss doing this. I miss talking to myself. I love a voice note, love a voice note. So this is just like one big massive voice note for me. Um, So, right, as I said, we're on week six. So a couple of questions over the past few weeks that I'm going to share and just go in a little bit more in depth um, for the clients listening to this and anyone who's just having a little nose as well. Um, So question number one. Do you have days when all you want to do is eat? Yeah, (laughs) 100%. Um, It's so common at this time of year to feel hungrier. The weather is getting much colder and it's like part of our like basic instinct as animals to eat more when we're cold and when we're feeling shivery. Um, So yeah, it's completely completely normal and not only at this time of year but especially around your cycle as well that's really really common um so as as in our menstrual cycle so not everyone's the same so i'm just going to caveat with that with this some people really struggle the week prior to their period some people really struggle the week of their period but at some point 99% of us will will experience those hunger levels and that is basically because your body is working a little bit harder in the menstruational eel phases blah 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 so there are a couple of ways that we can approach this and how we can combat this so uh what number one you could give yourself what I call like a refeed day. So you come up to your maintenance calories, um, which is roughly around 300 to 400 um, calories above your deficit calories. Um, obviously, we've discussed this personally for yourself and that's like bespoke to you. But this will give you that bit more food when you really need it. But you'll still be tracking and be accountable to what you're eating. So that's the difference between being like, oh, fuck it, I'll just eat whatever I want. Um, And that is kind of the catalyst of the all or nothing mentality is that yo-yo dieting cycle and consciously saying my body really needs to eat more today and then consciously increasing those calories. Um, I want you to make sure that you're giving yourself a little bit of what you fancy. So make what you want work in your calories, whether that's a takeaway, that is 100% doable with good choices. Um, So for example, for me, I don't want my diet to restrict my lifestyle in terms of eating with my partner um, and enjoying a takeaway. So my compromise in that is that, for example, say if he wants a GPT, he wants a kebab, so I will have a pitta with chicken kebab and salad and some mint and sweet chilli, and it's absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. I've worked it out as it averages roughly between 700, 750 calories. That's not, you know gonna fuck you up for the whole day like it's a really decent amount and you're still enjoying that kind of like social aspect of having a takeover with your partner um or whether that might be some chocolate like make sure you're including everything that you want because there is no restriction here honey it is all about like compromise and making those tweakments and changes so you can still live your best life while following on and cracking on with those fat loss goals So, and then for the days where you're incessantly hungry, which I think is what you were touching on in this question, and no matter what you do, you won't feel full. You just won't. Um, Especially for me, it's around my menstrual cycle. I have got a bottomless pit in my stomach. So it's kind of like about accepting that fact and moving on. Um, 
make sure your food volume is really, really high in these days with lots of fruits and veggies and bulk, really bulk up your meals with these, high in protein. So you know you are satiated. You know you are optimizing the calories that you have by eating the best possible foods for you in terms of like satiety and things like that. Um, and then it's kind of like almost like accepting it that nothing is going to help that today. And even if you added, like I said, come up to maintenance, add another 300 calories, you're still going to want more. Um, so it's almost about recognising that and reflecting that. And that comes with time. Like you're not going to be able to figure that out straight away. You know, in the first four weeks of us being together, it is something you're going to be recognising that we can develop and work on as time goes on. Um, something I also like to do is if like you for especially in the evening or for those of you that work at home is implementing something called the pause effect so this is when you really want something and you're craving something but you shouldn't really be hungry like you've had a really nice meal for lunch high in volume lots of fruits and veggies protein blah blah um but you really want i don't know a fucking cook a cookie you really want a maryland cookie okay And then what I want you to do is implement something called a pause effect. So that's implementing a 20-minute pause into just going and mindlessly reaching for that snack or treat. So you can go read a book, have a bath, and it's this pattern interrupt that will stop you from grabbing the food, which will then you can kind of... Because basically, the method and the, and the um, science behind it is that cravings come and go within around 20 minutes. So if you really want that cookie after 20 minutes if you've still got that incessant we've all been there that incessant like fuck no I really want this cookie like I really want it then go then 100% go go and get it but it kind of separates the fact of that incessant like mindless eating and genuinely wanting to consume something um so it's something that quite a few of my girls have tried now and they've had really really good results from um but you have to implement that pattern interrupt so you have to go and do something not just sit in front of the sofa and put put a fucking timer on and because that's exactly that you know that's not really doing it it's getting yourself out of that situation. So read a book, have a bath, go for a quick walk, something like that. Um, and that's something that I would recommend for people who mindlessly snack as well. So like you can't differentiate the difference between hunger and mindless eating and boredom. Um, so yeah. So next question is, what are some better options for beigey, carby foods? Chips, crisps, all things potatoes to still include and not restrict. So I wouldn't restrict anything, in all honesty. Um, obviously, when you are in a deficit, and none of you, no, no, none of you who are coached by me, are in a drastic deficit where you cannot fit all the food, all the foods that you love in your diet. So I'm talking like your normal stuff, like your pasta, your potatoes, those beige things. I have a packet of crisps every day. I've just bought pom bears this week. I'm absolutely buzzing. I haven't had pom bears for years. Sixty-two calories a bag. I am so excited for my pom bear. I might have some today, actually. Um, so I don't really want you to restrict anything. And I want you to give yourself a little bit of what you fancy. What I would suggest, because our goal, most of our goals are fat, well, all of our goals at the moment are fat loss, um, is that to make sure that you are giving yourself these carbs in a controlled fashion. So 
it is going to be a smaller portion than, say, the vegetables on your plate. And that's what I want you to really bulk it up with, is your, is your, is your vegetables. Um, and obviously, we'll talk about a main meal here. So I've got like I've got mash in my mind. <laughs> so make sure you've got the mash or the chips, but also you've got a shit ton of veg, a shit, maybe a massive salad, and then your lean protein source. Um and that will help you be able to eat those carby foods that you just love because I love them too. I'd never cut them out in a million years. Um, but also you're in line with your goals. It's calorie appropriate as an evening meal or lunch, for example, and you can still hit your goals, but you're not restricting or cutting out any food groups because we are not about that life. Is it important to stretch before and after you work out? So yes, it is. I am inherently lazy with this and I'll put my hands up and say I am not great. But in all of your workouts prior to starting, I recommend you get on the treadmill, excuse me, and do a walk for about five minutes. Um, And that will just get your body warming up. Before any of your barbell squats, for those of you who are at the gym, I've, there's a little warm up kind of stretch to do before any of those. And for the next round, I am going to, for those of you who would like stretches, um, because a few of you have asked me for them now, I'm going to create a document which will be in the educational resources section for some stretches to do pre and post workout. Um, I would advise it definitely to move your body before, um, after. Please don't come at me, anyone. But it's not like scientifically proven to kind of do anything for you. Um, but like, if you're going to do it, I'd rather you go for a, a brisk walk on the treadmill afterwards just to cool yourself down. Um, this is obviously all for gym workouts. Um, and then for I'm, I'm going to upload some pre-workout stretches and some post-workout stretches, which, yeah, because you've got the time and you want to do them 100%. It is more important that you warm up, just putting that out there, than it is to cool down. Um, but obviously, you know, caveat, we should be doing both, obviously. But yeah, I don't, so. (laughs) So, tips on struggling with the motivational dip. So this is something, whenever I put a little Q&A post on my stories, or it always comes up. Like, motivation is something that everybody struggles with. And I messaged you all in week three to four, and said, this this is going to be your hardest weeks. Like the this is when you're going to you're going to want to struggle and you're gonna to want to give up because it's not fresh, it's not exciting anymore, it's not new, it's not, you know, ooh, it's kind of getting part of your routine, it's kind of getting more normal. So it is perfectly, perfectly normal, and it's all part of the process. So motivation isn't a given, unfortunately. There's no magic. Just because you sign up to group coaching or one-to-one coaching, it doesn't mean you're always going to be motivated. Like, hands up, I'm not not motivated in any shape or form all the time. Like, not at all. Um, And we all have dips and we all have peaks and we all have troughs. So the way that you are going to manage this and and navigate it is with consistency. So fortunately, for those of you who are on the group coaching program and a coach from with by me one to one, that you've got your little own personal motivation bunny. Access to that. You've got for the group coaching. You've got access to the group twenty four seven. There's always somebody in there that will 
respond back it's been it's a such a lovely commuter absolutely love it and the one-to-ones you've got me 24 7 like if you ever need to reach out because you're struggling that is what you pay me for that is what i'm here for um so motivation does come and go um and if i could you know find something to give everyone motivation i'd be a fucking millionaire um and usually how a um fat loss kind of or a even a fitness journey start is that initially you're really motivated you're ready to go you've got that spark your excitement you've just signed up then it's going to kind of get a little bit mundane that you're going to have to you're actually going to realize that you have to put some work in here progress might not come as quick as you hoped or intended because we're not doing this isn't a quick fix like this is a marathon not sprint because these results will stay with you forever um, and you're learning how to maintain them. So a lot of people are like, oh, I thought I'd get, I'd, you know, some people, obviously the results can be absolutely phenomenal, but for a lot of people that, like, oh, I thought I'd achieve more by now. And that's where you get the dip. And that's the motivational dip. And then it's how you react to this dip, which will kind of separate you from people who succeed and people who don't. So those who work through that dip, who take action, because that is how you are going to get results, is by getting is by taking action. And action will improve your motivation. Because when you take action and carry on, you will see progress. And then when you see this progress, you'll get motivated. And the cycle goes on. For those of you who don't take action, who just fuck it and you know you know um just I can't even speak um just fuck it basically (laughs) I don't know why I'm trying to think of another word just fuck it um and you won't see results because you're kind of you you could have entered into this cyclical cycle now of this all or nothing mentality because you're not seeing results so you're just going to give up so because you're not seeing the results you have no motivation and that's the difference between people who carry on and people who don't so basically long-windedly what I'm trying to say is unfortunately motivation does come and go people aren't motivated all the time but by taking action and almost creating a bank of evidence how you feel and if you do this you know you will see results if you do this you know you will feel your best if you do this you know you will look your best then that is kind of the motivation enough to carry on. Um, That was very long-winded. I hope that made sense. I thought that was a little bit scatty, but such as me. Um, But yeah, and that is a key element of coaching is that I am here to motivate motivate you when you need it the most. And that is why we take all of these progress pictures, where we log our strength, where I really encourage you all to journal, do your morning and evening routines. So we've got evidence of how it makes us feel physically the scales going down measurements going down pictures you can see how you look um we've got a log of workouts so we can see how stronger you're getting so you can look at this and just via the app every single mode is documented so you can see exactly how you're improving and there's nowhere to hide from that and that enough would should give you the motivation the push to keep on going that was very long-winded i'm very sorry (laughs)
So next question, it's easy to grab food on the go that is doable for shift work. So quite a lot of my little honeys now are shift workers um, and I really relate to it, guys. I really do. Um, and my top tip would be for you to meal. We all get days off. Yes, we're busy. I completely get that. But I mean, 99.9% of us will have some days off and that might be a Sunday. It might be another day of the week. But make a day your Sunday where you meal prep and prepare all your food. Going out and doing your shopping and knowing exactly what meals you're having for the week ahead is the ultimate hack. Um, I understand that, especially with shift work, you might find it difficult to sit down and actually eat. So if that's the case, focus on the food that, that you can consume on the go. So protein shakes, bananas, um, overnight oats, something that especially if you're you're not sure if you can get a break, something you can drink or eat whilst you're standing up. It's not ideal. I completely get it. And for everyone else, I would say sit down, mindfully eat your food. And But it's a different kettle of fish for shift workers. And so you need to eat what you can. So what I've started doing, and it's something that I never thought I'd do because I am like very much like three meals a day kind of gal, is I'm having a smaller breakfast, I'll be having a snack and a small lunch. So I'm almost like consistently eating through the day. So now I'm kind of actually having like five meals, um, five or six meals. My evening meal is always going to be slightly bigger. And um, that's because I don't prepare for myself. It's always me and Rich. Um, and he ain't going to fucking eat a carrot stick, is he? Um, not that I'd ever eat that anyway. So, you know, be mindful of that as well. Um, but that probably would be my tips there is like to get foods that, that is suitable and work for you just because someone else is able to sit down and have fucking eggs on toast with mushrooms and that's what you think is what you should be doing to achieve your goals doesn't mean that it's suitable for you. That's why like your journeys are so personal. Um, so for you personally, I would say definitely protein shakes um you can get a little nuts like you know the graze things i have them, i buy them all the time and like don't like don't cut me everyone they have some great ready meals great so i'm really busy this week so this day is my sunday and i don't really have time i know i say everyone's got time i really don't like i don't really have time to cook or batch make my meals for the week so this week i'm making the best of the situation i meant i've got soup all week um, varying soups. I've got mushroom soup. I've got, I mean, I'm not going to tell you all my soups. And I've also got, because I'm obsessed with, um, as most of you know, um, <laughs> ESG Fitness and, um, Chloe Madeley. And on a podcast that they did, they recommended, well, she recommended the Heinz, uh, tomato soup. And so I'm going to try it. I'm going to put the eat lean cheese on it. So don't cut me. I, I, I do recommend it to all my clients. Half of you don't listen to me. Some of you have tried it and loved it. Some of you have tried and messaged me saying, what the fuck have you recommended me this for? But so what they, what she said is get some tomato soup and some eat lean cheese. That's going to really boost up the protein. Um, and it's so easy. I can literally, it's a fucking can. Like it's soup in a can. Like it's, it's not, it's one pound. Like it's not like going to break the bank because some of the ready meals I completely appreciate can be quite expensive. So yeah, my rambling was on. Um, but essentially that is what I'd recommend to do is kind of get the foods that's suitable for you on the go. If you can meal prep, great. If not, they've got some great ready meals out there, um, that don't have to cost the earth, but are still there and ready for you. And you just need to eat what you can when you can and kind of, um, it's going to be through trial and error and to see what works best for you, but you will get there and you're doing so, so well. So please don't give up on that. My last question 
is um, how to navigate social occasions in the festive season. But that's a little bit early. So I'm going to do a podcast which I'm going to release this week or next week on social occasions because it's something that I get asked all the time and it's something that I really want to hammer home to everyone is that you can still lose fat and go out and live your very best fucking life. You don't need to be a hermit and just eat salad all the time and kill yourself with cardio. Like You can go and have all the social um, occasions, drink all the drinks, well, not all the drinks, but within reason. Like You can go and enjoy yourself, have a few wines, go out for nice meals you don't need to sacrifice everything just because you've got a fat loss goal and that's what really puts people off in the run up to christmas is they don't want to commit to something because they've got so much on well actually this is the best time to do it the gyms are quieter you're going to prove to yourself that you can prioritize your health and fitness while still getting out socializing having nights out and living your best life um i've lost my train of thought because i was being so inspirational and motivational yeah, so um, I'm going to release one next week and, and then I'm going to do a specific one for how to navigate the festive season as well. And I'm going to release that at the start of December. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm back, hunts. I ain't stopping these podcasts. I've really enjoyed today. It's really made me realise how much I love doing them. Um, so yes, if you would like any more information on my next round of group coaching, then just message me on Instagram on coached at coached by Becky. Uh, we start on the 4th of uh, December to secure your spot at the moment. Um, you can just pop a little £10. What's it called? Like a £10. I don't know. You pay £10 to secure your spot, basically. And that's to secure it at the early bird price. Um, and the early bird price is £109. So that works out as, I think it was like, oh, I didn't ask check. Thank God I checked. £54.50 a week. So, um, and I think that works out as, I have to go down and check again. I'm so shit at math, sorry. £13.60 a week. So it's an absolute bargain. Um, so many of the girls are staying on from the previous round because they've, they love it so much. Um, and I hope that I can welcome a few new faces into the mix. Um, so I am going to be capping the numbers. I've already filled, filled nearly half the spaces up. So if you are thinking about it, do message me and secure your space. Completely understand we're nowhere near payday. Um, so that's why I'm doing the offer of just securing space for £10 and that'll come off the the um the bill anyway um so yeah any questions just let just message me um and I hope you all have a lovely Monday and a lovely week bye thank you so much for listening to become your best self podcast if you could please rate and review the podcast share this episode with any friends or family that you think may need it I am under Coach by Becky on Instagram. If you'd like more information on how to work with me, the link to do so is in my bio.